Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC makes me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what PGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like you want things to and that is what we That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an impact to show. So, um, this morning, we have in a, is it this one is an, an early service, right? But before we go into that, I'm going to tidy up something for our healing series, okay? How to maintain your healing. How to maintain your healing. Awesome. You know, we must learn how to resist the devil's counterattacks. Amen. You must learn how to resist the devil's counterattacks. So this is what happens. People get come to church, they get prayed for, they get healed, or on their own at home, they make the prayer of faith, they receive their healing, right? And they often in a few days' time, they find they find the symptom again of, of, of that illness. And they think, oh, I lost the healing. Also, so we have to learn how to maintain healing. Awesome. John 5. John 5. Quickly, 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 we have to rush. John 5 from 1 to 14. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, the Spirit. John 5, 1 to 14. Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for a feast of the Jews. Now there is in Jerusalem near the Sheep Gate a pool, which in Aramaic is called Bethsaida, and which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Here, a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One who was there had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, Do you want to get well? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. This was before we go on. So if you're doing any issue, what is asking you? Do you want to get well? Do you want to get well? It looks like a silly question, right? But the way people can begin to normalize issues, it becomes normal. Do you want to get well? Do you want to get well? Or are you now enjoying? Are you now are you now managing it? Do you want to get well? So for that, your friend, your colleague, your sibling, ask yourself: Do I want him to get well? Do I want her to get well? Or are we going to manage this all his life, all our life? Chamake, asking you: Do you want to get well? Do you want ah? Can we make it louder? Just to know. Do you want ah? Do you want him to get well? Awesome. Let's go. On. I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I am trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, Get up, pick up your mat, and walk. At once the man was cured. He picked up his mat 
and walked. The day on which this took place was a Sabbath. Please pause again. Now, a matter of 100 years or 2 minutes or 10 days has the same approach. A command of faith. Okay? So Christ has you know, gone for 3 years. You have to fast 7 days for it. Nope. Every issue, the same approach. A command of faith. 10 years, 15, 30, 100. The same approach, okay? A command of faith. So, you know, um, there's a way, again, people can begin to normalize issues. So because, you know, it has always been there, or it has been there for a while, you now, you know, say, well, let's just keep managing it. So this is the question. That you haven't won, that, that you haven't experienced victory yet, does it mean you stop contending? I just let, let the devil have free will. Let the, just let the devil do his thing. Go cause you because you've not won. So let us let us you know. No, you keep contending. You keep contending. You keep pressing. You keep pressing. You never give up. You never give up. See, once you say it is done, it is done. Once you give up, the game is there. Okay? You must contend until you lay hold of what you want. What you don't want, you don't watch. What you don't fight, as the right to stay. What you don't fight has a right to stay. What you don't fight has a right to stay. What you don't want, you don't watch. What you don't fight has a right to stay. So you fight. You, you face every issue with aggression. That's the problem. Aggression. People are too casual with issues. Too casual. So, think anybody. Casual. To my law. Oh, law. You know. Casual. No. Aggression. You are at war. The devil is a lot of circumstances. So you don't, you don't deal with the devil and his issues like I trust your friend. When you come to you know, when he's ready, he will leave my house, I can sleep at night. That's, that's how these people behave. As though, ah, this is my friend, Abby. That's old. But they are still an enemy, an intruder. So they have to be aggression. Leave my house. I will not stop until you get out of my house. That's the approach. So what you don't want, you don't watch. The devil wants to kill you. That's the plan. The plan is to kill you, to steal your time, steal your energy, steal your joy. Amen. That's the plan. So you don't, you don't tolerate the devil. Aggression. Aggression. Glory to Jesus. Alright, let's go. Go on. Thank you. At once, the man was cured. He picked up his mat and walked. The day on which this took place was the Sabbath. And so the Jewish leaders said to the man who had been healed, It is the Sabbath. The law forbids you to carry your mat. But he replied, The man who made me well said to me, Pick up your mat and walk. So they asked him, Who is this fellow who told you to pick it up and walk? The man who was healed had no idea who it was, but Jesus had slipped away into the crowd that was there. Later, Jesus found him at the temple and said to him, See, you are well again. Stop sinning or something worse may happen to you. Look at him. See, you are well again. Stop sinning. Or something worse may happen. So the devil can make a return to the person's body. See that? He can make a return. So he said, one stop saying, we'll come back to that. Okay? Go to Matthew 12, 43 45. Matthew 12, 43 45. Thank you. Matthew 12, from verse 43 to 45. When an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. When it arrives, it finds the house unoccupied, swept clean and put in order. 
Then it goes and takes with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself, and they go in and live there. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first. That is how it will be with this wicked generation. Mark 14. So you see that? And if your spirit can roam about, and after a while you find that, okay, why not to see empty? You know, I can go back and try again. So you go to make a comeback. And get the fact that this is now child, no issue. Child place, you know, smooth, swept, clean, smooth looking good, no issue, but no faith too. So there's space. What does it do? Because the other guys, guys, space deal. And you walk back, you know, sweat clean. And they come, you know, and they make man's, man's, man's issue bigger than the, than the first. Okay? Mark 14. Mark 14. Mark 14. Then Jesus said to them, Don't you understand Mark this? Mark 4. Yes. Luke 14, sorry. Luke 14, sorry. Luke 14. I'm sorry to do, do that to you. Use your, you can use your, your yeah, Luke 4 13. Luke 4 Yep. When the devil has finished all this tempting, he left him until an opportune time. Look at that. The devil left. Jesus also, he left him an opportune time. So the plan is that he will check him an opportunity to make a return, to make a comeback. So the devil always tries to make a comeback. He always tries to make a comeback. So you must be ready. You must know what to do attempts a comeback. Amen. You must know what to do when he attempts a comeback. Awesome. So, for example, it says that 5 8, that the devil goes about like a roaring lion. What's he doing? Looking for who to devote. That's his job. That's his full time job. All day, all night. So, he goes about looking for who to devote. Looking for opportunity. So, that's why I say we are always at war. Okay? Awesome. So, what do you do? Someone gets healed or you get healed. And you just suddenly find, you know, you find, you know, that okay, after like five days or, or, or a month or two, not finding again a symptom of your body. How do you respond? Number one, a symptom is not equal to sickness. It's like everybody is flashing. You want to see if you pick, if you pick the call. That's that. It's a flash. You want to see if you will pick it. So a symptom is like a flash. So when you have flash sickness, a symptom. What do you do? How do you respond? Okay? Number one, stay on the word. The Bible calls you, 1 Peter 24, that you are the healed of God. Says, By his stripes, you were healed. So insist on it. I am the healed of God. You get my point here? You stand on the word. You stand on the word. Don't change those that Oh, it has come again. You spot it. You can't wait that symptom. I am the healed of God. So devil, devil, you have no space here. You can't stay here. I am the healed of God. You insist on your healing. This is a part agiti. Stubborn age. You have to be strong will spiritually. Strong willed that I insist on my healing. I insist on it. I ins- you stand your ground. You stand your ground. You insist on it. Amen. See, you are dealing with sometimes. You know, you are dealing with a demon itself. So you have to re- insist. You don't do, you insist. In fact, every issue, let me just say, yourself. When you say any problem, just call it devil. Just don't, don't, it's all devil. Either, either, either directly or indirectly. Because every sickness came with the fall. And what happened at the fall? The second sickness came from this world. So every sickness is a, is soft in the devil. Directly or indirectly. Directly, no, through a demonic attack. Or through the falling world. 
Do you understand? So treat every issue as though you are not a demon, the devil. So, so don't play and say, ah, I can only I can manage this one. Don't manage the devil in your body. Okay? So you just make a comeback. Stand your ground. Resist the devil. You resist. You don't beg. You don't negotiate it. You resist the devil. Amen. So stand on the wall. That's in Genesis 7. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. He, he has, when you resist him, he has only one response. To flee from you. Do you understand? When you resist him, he has to flee. When you resist him, he has to flee. When you resist him, he has to flee. Resisting is not casual. It's not gentle. It's not a plea. When you resist the devil, he has to flee. So you don't resist casually. I resist you. Resist you. Resist. See, you need aggression. You need anger. See, deal with the devil as though you are a real enemy that you can see. So, is that a man? Yeah. It's, I think his daughter was child of sick or something. And they prayed, they prayed, did not go. He did not go. And just, 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 just go and say, Satan, kick out of my house. I kick the devil. I kick you out. I kick you out from the parlor. I kick you. Went to the, went to the, to the room, to the parlor door. Open the door. I kick you out. Kick, to the, to the, to the, to the compound. I kick you out. I kick you out. Go to the gate. I kick you out. Kick the house out of the street. And then God told me, how was healed. See, treat as though treating a devil you can see. Do you understand? Aggression. Resist. Resist. Don't negotiate. Don't beg. I said, don't plead, don't beg. <laughs> don't plead, don't beg. <laughs> Resist. Chapter 5, 9. Chapter 5, 8 and 9. Let's do 8 and 9. Thank you. First Peter 5, 5 8 and 9. Yes. 8 and 9. Be alert and of sober that. mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. No, always guiding. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. The devil goes about the entire world and makes people suffer. When it comes to, when it comes to your own, your own, your own door side, you resist. You resist. You don't sleep on it. You resist. So he says, be sober. Be vigilant. Shine your eyes. Amen. You have to be sober. Always battle ready. There's no, there's no time to sleep or to, to be too busy, busy with secular work. You now stop praying. Stop, stop reading your Bible. If you sleep, the devil will come after you. Why? It's always going about looking forward to devour. Always knocking doors. You see, maybe you open the door. That's his job. This is full-time job. So let's knocking doors. Let's see. Ah, you know. That's a full-time job. It goes about looking for who to devour. So if a casual Christian, just a fine boy, a fine girl, snitchy, that's what you do. You're at risk. You have an active enemy. So why are you doing your fine girl, you know, fine boy, you know, just wear your chain, you know, dress well, you know, call guests on the road, hey, hey, hi, you know, just, you know, regular, <laughs> your enemy is going about, just waiting for you. You have to be always sober. So why you must remain zealous? Remain fervent in faith. Again, always guiding. Battle ready. Battle ready. Battle ready. Battle ready. Always prayed up. Always studied up. Okay. So, never look for when you have slept. Not, not, not physical sleep, but when you have literally slept. What is soon? You get my point here? 
is waiting. Not just with sickness, with temptations. That's when that boy will call you. That boy I didn't call you since two years ago. That week, and he asked, ah, I'm doing an exam. I cannot pray. I can't study. <laughs> you know? Now calls you. That babe, are you around? Are you in school? I'm a little but can we see? <laughs> Glory. That way works. Don't forget that devil can talk to your friends with something bad to you. Do you understand that? He's a, he's a communicator. Suggestions. Tell that boy that, that he should not call you, that should not call you again. Call her, call her. Now, you know, because he knows you are at a low point. So tell the guy, call her, call her. And the guy still calls. And you to your peak. And you know, the end they say. Amen. So you must remain fervent. Remain prayed up. Be sober. Always vigilant. Don't let secular work put you in trouble. No matter, what, no matter the work you do, keep time and space for things that matter. For things that matter. Amen. For, don't let the devil catch you sleeping. Glory to Jesus. You know we have won already. There's a posture of victory. Yeah. The posture. Resist. Sober. Vigilant. Not sleeping. Why? The devil never gives up. That's the problem. That's what he has though. He's stubborn. He has attitude. He has discipline. Yes, guys, it's important to tell people to pray. The guy that is disciplined, these guys, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't fail others. Always, always, always working at the other. So we tell people to pray. But uh, the guy, is not, they don't negotiate it. They, they act on the, they are always busy. Looking for, so you must be battle ready. That's the point. Battle ready. You have already won. That's the point. But you have a posture that they can use to enforce your victory. A posture. A posture. A posture. See, flies don't perch on other food. Has that changed? Now, I know these guys, they, they, they kind of, they, they adapt. But are they changed? Can they now perch on hot food? That's the point. Remain fervent. Remain boiling. See, the level to which you born, that even around you, there's a force field. That because you are in your house, everything is safe. There's a level of burning that protects your home. Amen. So, A.A. Allen, said the guy walked past a hospital and people there got healed. You understand? He walked past the hospital. He did not pray. He just walked past. So by walking past, he can clear hospital all. There's a level of burning. That's the point. Hey, Kuma, walk past. Is it walk past an hotel room? Everybody goes lean. She was not praying. There's a level of burning that prays for you a force field. Why we have to burn? We have to burn. Kuma, balare. Glory to Jesus. So remain fervent. Okay? Know this. The devil has no right to your body except the one you give him. Only what you permit is permitted. The right you give him is the right he exacts. Your body is the temple of God. You are a shrine. You are God's shrine. You are God's temple. You are God's house. And God's house is holy. So are you. Holy, holy, holy doesn't just mean holy. No, holy. It means called out to be God's own. Sanctified. You know how, how, those, how in the OT, how everything that was, that was God was kept. Everything was God was kept neatly, beautifully. Even the animal that they would kill you was spotless and fine. They would kill the animal. You are God's house. So protect that house jealously. Tell us, care for that house. Keep that house clean from sickness. Resist. 
Okay? He has no right. You must enforce it. So when someone is unsafe, gets well, get him saved also. So he can begin to protect his entire own house too. Otherwise, never can give him another thing. You know, what do you do? Get him saved. Then teach him faith. Teach him that his body is God's temple. And by his stripes, he was healed. So that way, when the devil comes after him, he can resist with the word. He can tell the devil, no, not his body. I am God's house. Amen. Okay, that's good. Holy Ghost service. So what's an Holy Ghost service? Service in which the word is taught, the word must be taught, and the spirit giving freedom of expression. Amen. Spirit giving what? Expression. Awesome. First Corinthians 12. First Corinthians 12. From verse 1 to 11. Yeah, one to eleven. Yeah, are you ready? First Corinthians twelve from verse one to eleven. Now about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, somehow or other you were influenced and led astray by and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I want you to know that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed, and no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. Take it again. Seven again. Everybody. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. So it's given to you. To each one. It's given to you. To everyone that believes. The child of God. So we all have as believers manifestation of the Spirit. Available to you. The gifts of the Holy Ghost are available to you. Even if you get saved right now. Right now, right now, is gifts available to you. It's for everyone that believes. Please go on. To one, there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between Spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues and to still another the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and He distributes them to each one just as He determines. Look at that. All these are the work of that Holy Spirit you have. The same Holy Ghost is at work in you. He distributes to each one. It's not like He's saying, distribution, you know, you take this one, you take that. It's like He quickens in you at different times. Different ones. So, for example, in the service, in, in a believer's meeting like this, okay, a legal service like this, so, you know, in me, it can quicken me to say something, quicken me to give a prophecy, okay, in a gathering, okay? But we all have the Holy Ghost, so all the gifts are in us every time. Do you understand? The Holy Ghost Himself, that the supposed of the Spirit, lives in you always. So, every gift of the Spirit lives in you now. Do you understand? He didn't come and leave the gifts behind. When he came inside of you, all of his gifts came with him. Okay? But he can quicken at different points, different ones. Do you understand? So in you are gifts of healing. In you, working of miracles. 
in prophecy, it's also interpretation. All the gifts are available in you. Amen. Why? You are a child of God. The Holy Ghost lives in you. So you are enabled. You are empowered. You are gifted. You can prophesy. You can interpret tongues. Amen. All these gifts are available in you. Glory to God. So it's for everyone that believes. And you too, because you believe. Thank you, just for twin. Thank you, just for twin. Thank you, Lord. First Corinthians 14. 14, 14, 14, 14, 14. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. For anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to people but to God. Indeed, no one understands them. They utter mysteries by the Spirit. But the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. You know what? Sorry. Go to Corinthians 12 again. 1 to 3. Sorry. I have to change my direction. 1 to 3. Thank you. Now, about the gifts of the Spirit, bro- three, yeah. brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, somehow or other you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I want you to know that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Look Spirit. So, when anybody is operating under the Spirit of God, he must glorify Jesus. As a point. He must glorify Jesus. Otherwise, it's an Antichrist spirit, not, not God. He is at work, doesn't glorify Jesus Christ, it's an Antichrist. It's not Spirit of God. If I said he's talking and he's saying that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, can you go, can you go, can you go, what's telling you? That's an Antichrist, not the Holy Spirit. So, if God is at work, he must compulsively glorify Jesus, number one. Awesome. Go to um, John 16, 14 to 15. 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 Verse 14 to 15. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will will receive from me what he will make known to you. Look at that. So whatever the Spirit of God will say is from Jesus. So it must agree with Jesus. Amen. God's spirit cannot, you know, counter Jesus. He must agree with Jesus. He must agree with the word. Okay, so it, it must, whatever he says, whatever he does, must glorify Jesus. Awesome. Now, in a legal meeting, something I expected, okay? We expect to get drunken joy. As you are filled with the spirit, you know, it compares the ghost with wine. So when we are filled, there should be a level of drunkenness, you know, People, people get drunk at different levels, okay? But in an Holy Ghost meeting, we expect drunken joy. Acts 2.16. Acts 2.16 to 18. Thank you. Acts 2. Sorry, that one's 13 to 16. Thank you, Lord. 13 to 16. From verse 13. Some, however, made fun of them and said, They have had too much wine. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. 
Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream Look dreams. at that. So, when God's Spirit came on them, they were acting as though drunk. They were like, they drank at 9 o'clock in the morning. So Peter saying, they are not drunk as you suppose. They are under an influence, so, but not as you suppose. This is what this is that we are talking about as well. That when it comes upon them, those things are not prophesied. So, they are acting as though drunk because they are filled with the Spirit. So, the thing of the Holy Spirit sometimes can make you act as though you are high. You know, you might be laughing, screaming, jumping, talking in tongues uncontrolled, prophesying. Okay? It can make you look as though drunk. Okay, so expect drunken joy. Amen. Ephesians 5.15. Ephesians 5.15 to 20. Ephesians 5.15 to 20. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So he said, don't be drunk with wine. Well, you want to get high. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. So when you are filled with the Spirit, it can be as though drunk with wine. He says, how? Singing. Making melody to the Lord. Okay? Sing it in Psalms, in hymns, in spiritual songs. Okay? They sing and make melody in your heart to the Lord. Okay? So as you do this, okay, you get filled and you start to drunk. So when you see people acting funny, it's not, they did not drink. Amen. They did not drink. Okay? Amen. Alright? So it's not wine. It's not wine. It's the right wine. It's not wine. It's the wine of the Spirit. It's the Holy Ghost at work. You get that? So don't 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 look as though we are crazy, as though we are weird or mad. Is the Holy Ghost so join in? When it starts happening, what do you do? Join in. Tell God, me too. I'm available. I'm available. So what do not we don't we don't drink outside. We don't drink wine or we drink spirits. So you should not have to drink down very well. At least okay, most sister. Eh, so I don't want drinking here. Learn to drink it well. So you can also say, me too. I've been high before. Then ask how? It's the Holy Ghost. God does not want you to live eyeless. Amen. I guess my point. He didn't plan for you to live a highless life. Pardon my English. But the I, I now our own high, however, is not wine high. It is Holy Ghost high, and it's a good high. When we are high, the sick is healed, the blind sees. We we say things that people don't see. Prophesy. You know when someone is drunk, he talks twenty twenty stuff, right? From the from the level of the wine. Now, when we get drunk in the spirit, we, we say things that are from the level of the spirit. We see far. We, I'm going to call it out. We see far. We see things not 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 ever show us. Why? We are high. And when you are high, you see. I want what you see. What you can't control it. You know, in a way, we talk. It's high. Amen. So when we start. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Don't form. Don't form for God. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. They're forming for Jesus. He knows everything about you. So don't form. Enjoy. Enjoy the party. Be expressive. Don't do comport. comport. Don't comport. Live down for your homes. Okay? Be free. Express yourself. Glory to Jesus. 
Are we ready? It's coming up. Amen. Acts 13.52 Acts 13.52 Quickly, quickly, quickly. Drunken joy. Acts 13.52 Whoosh! And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. So, filled with the Holy Spirit comes with being filled with joy. So, what in depression? Get drunk more in the Holy Ghost. These are people are drunk, you know. You know, when people get drunk in wine, they get drunk, they come out with their problems, right? But this one, when you get drunk, the problem goes with it. Do you understand? This one bursts off depression. It bursts off depression. This one, you know, when you are drunk with the Holy Ghost, you get solutions to the worry. Out of worrying you, you just know what to do. Just find answers. Just to live drunk. That is just five eighteen. It doesn't just mean be filled once. It says be being filled. So it says live a life of being spirit filled. Live a life of being regularly drunk in the Holy Ghost. So every day before you go home, drink a little. Do you understand? Don't come out from work. Top it up. Go to see a friend. Drink a little. So you are perpetually under the, under the influence of the Holy Spirit. You are always ready to manifest. You are never dry. You know, don't be pulling your engine, pulling your journey. Go far, could I know? But you are, because you are always high. You are always ready. See, I'm all sober. It is not sober. It is spirit-filled sober. It is drunken sober. Do you understand? I'm all sober. It is not calm, fine boy sober. You know, yes. It is spirit-filled fine boy, you know, semi-drunk, semi-kini, you know, sober. So, our soberness is, yeah, that's our own sober. Our soberness is not, it's not gentility. It's not, it's not being reserved. You know, normal people reserved. See, our one is that, inside us, we might look calm outside, but inside us, something is burning. Something is burning. You know, David saw Goliath, and because there was something burning on him, he ran to the guy. He ran to Goliath. Now, the way we are, when we are spirit filled, we run to problems. We make boasts. Do you understand? When you are drunk in the Holy Ghost, you tell people, are you the sick? They do not ask you, just tell them. They do not ask you. But because you are drunk, you make boasts in the Holy Ghost. Do you understand? See, if you are too shy to do ministry, because you are not drunk, because you are dry, when you live drunk, you want to do ministry. Why? It is shocking you inside. And once you are drunk, you can't keep quiet. Don't talk about it. So living drunk makes you ready for, every time ready for ministry. We look for problems. We look because it's boring. Just you know, just the spirit is you are filled, but nothing. You get bored. You want something. You want not bored, bored. You know, bored kind of bored that wants to do miracles. Do you understand? That we live. We live spirit filled. Always look for problems to solve. That we Praise to Jesus. So live drunk. Live drunk. See, it's like you are topping up your car's square. You have to keep it topped up, otherwise it's run out. So you keep it topped up. Keep it charged. You keep putting the flame in the putting, putting the wood in the fire. To keep it burning. Live filled. Live filled. Live drunk. When you are drunk, you see farther, you see clearer, you hear better. Live filled. Always topped up. Don't let it a day go by without drinking the Holy Ghost. How? Go for a minute. Go for a minute, thank you. Go for a minute. Go for a minute. Talk in tongues for a while. Talk, talk, talk for a while. 
15 minutes, 21 hours, talking tongues. In fact, during your normal, your normal activities, you know, going from your, from, your, from your office, you know, to the restroom, you are keeping drunk. You live filled. You live filled. People wonder, every time you do it, just you know, wait, 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 you have to comport in your office, you have to do So, they are doing it, but you are not giving it voice. What are you doing? Are you okay? I'm okay. That will leave. That will leave. I'm very okay. I can make you okay. Huh? Yep. 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 See, when you are filled, again, look for problems. They don't call you. You go there yourself. Yep, they are somewhere. And I saw a woman. I don't want to know if she was down. They tell me that story, you know, stand up, clinical, clinical, try to tell her, you know, try to give her, you know, how we talk, you know, anything. Ah, stand up, now. I said to you, are you clinical, clinical, clinical? And I said to you, what is, let us, let us, let us solve, what's the problem? Why? When you live drunk, you have problems to solve. You cannot keep, you can't, you can't hold it back. You can't hold it back. And I went there, I prayed, she got up, and went, and went, 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 went away, you know, looking very good. I started down and she was looking very good. Looking, looking, looking composed. That's the point. Live drunk. Live drunk. Live drunk. If they are drunk, they will not make you to preach the gospel. Because we want to talk. Live drunk. Live drunk. Let's see. When people want to form songs, artists, they get high. So they can be inspired. Right? So even for your area of influence, you can be drunk and defective. You can be drunk and be seen ideas, creativity, inspiration, by being drunk. So you have an example, you have an example to, to study for. And it's not entering. You do, 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 it's not entering. You get drunk, I need to see things. I need to see things. See, if I get so drunk, no. I begin to see the questions. If they happen. Yep, for example. So, I need my food, 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 I need my so, a particular, you know, company, machines were down, and they come from India, they transfer the problem, they could not get it solved. All my just get from God at home, do so and so and so, and when they did that, I started working. You can get drunk and solve problems. We live high, so we can live supernatural. Supernatural, by living drunk in the spirit. So we live, it's not a church, it's not a solid church thing. It's a, it's a way, it's a way of life. Paul said, be being filled. That's the English of that talk, it's not five It's be being filled. Living spirit filled. So what I was going to today, when you get to continue at home, every day continue it. How? You pray the Holy Ghost, then you worship. Pray, then worship. You, even you know that something happened to you. You, know, you don't have how it works. Just like, just like, okay, you know, it's coming up. Right? Let's keep, keep going at it. You know, the more you drink, the more you drink your wine, the more you, the, the, the higher you become. So you keep drinking the Holy Ghost. Don't, don't just take one shot and stop. Don't only let it again. Don't stop there. You keep going. You keep taking more shots with the Holy Ghost. Pray more in tongues. Worship more. Get up and just lift your hands and just worship. Worship. And pray in the Holy Ghost. Kind of like the battery is increasing. They are charging up. They are topping up. Then boom. That starts to talk in the air. No. So now we won't pray. We won't pray in tongues. I don't go from left, right, go to the other side. Hey, go, 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 go. Hey, the battery is getting somewhere. Activation. Inspiration. Okay? This is how we live. This is how we live. We are supernatural. We are supernatural. This is our culture. Even we are. Even we are. The wind blows, John 3. You don't know where the wind comes from, where it's going to. Say, so is everyone in front of the Spirit. We are supernatural. Supernatural. We can do this. We can get this done. Do you understand this? This is who you are. This is who you are. This is who you are. 
faith. There are issues in life. They need to be drunk to faith. You need to be drunk to faith. So stay drunk so you can be effective. Stay drunk so you can be effective. Stay drunk. Don't burn out. See, once you get out of burn out, to so bring it up again is a little work. Do you understand? When you let your engine to, the engine to knock, that issue, you get my point here. But when you stay stopped up, you are always ready. You don't need to, to go so far again to get the machine to run. But the machine is always ready, always service stop. So, allow yourself to stay burning by staying drunk. Every day, practice drunkenness. It gets results. It gets results. It gets results. There's much more to you. I cannot see your, cannot see this, this ordinary eye. I need to be drunk to see some things. That's what I've called you to do. They cannot see at this level. You have to be drunk to see it. Do you understand? See, there are things that I wrote in 2009 that I'm doing now. I wrote that 2009. 2009 that I'm doing now. But at that, at that level, I was thinking it's the real drunkenness. I was see my future clearly. I wrote them out. I'm doing them now. That's the point. 11 years ago. Why? I start seeing by being drunk. I start seeing by being drunk. Stay drunk. Stay drunk so you can, be, so you can stay constantly led. No mistakes. You are led. You are led. Of course, you can make some, you know, human errors, you know. People still make mistakes, right? But mostly, you make less mistakes. You, you goof less. You goof less. You goof less. Do you know what I'm saying? You will goof less. You get stuff done. You get this. Live drunk. There's more to you. There's more to you. There's more to you. God Himself lives in by the Spirit. But it's level you don't get to experience without a life of perpetual drunkenness in the Holy Ghost. So you wonder why, you know, in any small thing you are moody. Oh, mutting me. Not drunk in a while. Or you drank one small shot. So any, any small thing affects your mood. You don't know how to drink. Any small thing mood has changed. You don't know how to drink. Any small thing if, if, if annoyed, if, if they've offended you. Your mood that you are too too normal. But we that live drunk, do not have to get angry for too long. Why? Almost, you, are, you know, it's promoting the spirit. Your mood, your mood just stays the right way. Every time you are touching, no, get drunk. Drink more in the Holy Ghost. Pray more. Study more. You are unhappy. You are, you are, you are depressed. How? Drink more. Drink more. Don't, don't give it English. Clinical depression. I don't care. Clinical, clinical depression. People share my battle. It's not fair. Don't accept it. Don't, don't accept the English. All this English is so you can be so you can be come come into my life. Amen. So they give you English, they can normalize it. So you can be ah, Roman Shelley, Kofi Shelley. It's not normal. Don't accept it. Don't accept it. Refuse it. Live drunk. You're in a bad mood. Go and drink the Holy Ghost. You're my point Don't allow whatever just let no allow. Amen. You are confused. Go and drink. Your eyes will see things. You will know what to do. Drink. Drink. Let's go it. Hey. Hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.